Crystal Chronicle, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Makwa-chan, Yotana, Seiya, Yata, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, who are you people? We are just filled with enthusiasm tonight. Yeah, we are who we say we are. Uh, well, I know Korea. nothing. What? I I totally missed something because I started talking. No, don't worry about it. Just just keep rolling. Okay. Roll I'm Elkreya. I am a cosplayer. I do a lot of Sailor Moon cosplays, specifically Usagi herself. I maintain a vlog about Sailor Moon Crystal, and I do a whole bunch of Sailor Moon stuff in general. I'm a little bit obsessed with collecting the toys and all that fun stuff. Just a little. <laughs> Just... You saw my package. <laughs> I am jealous of the Serenity purse. Just a so little obsessed? <laughs> we're, my we're cutie saying... Moonrod is coming in next month. Yay. 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 I kept debating about ordering that Serenity purse and just eh, ended up not doing it. We did too, and then we ended up getting one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to do it. <laughs> well, if you well if you got the purse, you'd always put a small thing of Moon Prism Mace in there just in case. <laughs> Anywho, we're saying Yaten, and um, like Alcrea, we are Sailor Moon cosplayers. We're also... Doing the cosplay commission thing, and um, I want to say about 90% of what we do is Sailor Moon related, because, yeah, that's just our thing. Sailor Moon rocks! Yeah, it was our gateway drug, and Merry Christmas to us. One of our dear friends that's living in Japan sent us this ginormous box. We knew of, I want to say, two of the items. I paid for the pen set. And she said, as a present, she was going to send us the Cutie Moonrod Proplica. And we told her she could have our first word. <laughs> and next thing you know is this giant box shows up on our front door. And she explained that um, a lot of the giveaway prizes, you have to buy, like, multiple tickets to get the prize you want. And she wanted for herself one of those Tuxedo Common watches, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she bought herself like a buttload of tickets and any of the doubles she had she sent us oh that's awesome that's that is really very cool. awesome so that's how we ended up with all of that stuff <laughs> and there's more coming but that'll be later well if there's anything you don't want <laughs> we can I negotiate to hook up with us I'll, I'll give her my tax ID license and everything and she can buy it and we'll sell it and split the proceeds <laughs> wow okay 
I am DJ Ronimus, a cosplayer, fan of Sailor Moon. I cosplay Artemis, and I sit here, watch the episodes, and enjoy the show just as much as everybody else. So, how's that? That works. Yay. Yay. Woo! Yay. Everybody rejoice. Yay. Mm. Yay. Yay. So, uh... That episode 12, <gasps> OMG. Mako, you didn't introduce yourself. I never do. You don't? No, she doesn't. Oh. So this is Mako. Why is this the first time I've noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> Usually Ranma will, you know, say something, and I feel that that was, you know, enough. That's but sure, I'll it. introduce myself. I am Mako-chan, and I am crazy obsessed with Sailor Moon, as you can tell by my name. I cosplay as Makoto Kino, and I cosplay as various incarnations of Luna. Um, I don't think I've ever been Luna as Luna. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much correct. Um, if you remember a couple years back, they did uh, somebody did a fan art of all of the Senshi as, you know, these punk kind of steampunk-esque outfits well i decided that um i was gonna do luna's version <laughs> so that was my very first luna um i have gone out with uh the hat that the lovely ladies uh say yatin made um so it's a ball cap with the crescent moon on it and ears so i've done that with the tail which i mean that's not exactly luna but i'm using that as a starting point to do um, a weapons dealer, Luna. Because <laughs> that's basically all she does in the original series is give everybody their weapons. That's cute. So... Just see that? That's going to be funny. <laughs> I will enjoy that thoroughly. So, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I've done a couple of incarnations for Makoto. Um, I have done her original schoolgirl uniform. Uh, which I need to remake because that was my very first cosplay, sort of, that <laughs> I did by myself. And I picked the wrong materials, so, yeah. We've all been there. We all make that mistake the first time around. It yeah. happens. And sometimes the second. <laughs> sometimes pretty far on, and then after you've finished it, you're like, what the hell was I thinking? Yep. Yeah, but my favorite incarnation of Makoto that I've done is... Uh, Sailor Girl Scout Jupiter <laughs> <laughs> which is just fun and cute and as you can tell I really like to go a little bit off the wall when I'm doing my cosplay that reminds me I have like a Ziploc bag full of cookies here from the cookie exchange party I went to yesterday I should grab some milk to go with this cookies yum mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. so now I'm that introductions are done Let's talk about this really crappy episode. Yeah. So how about that episode? <laughs> Obviously, we're all so enthused about it. We're, like, talking about everything except it. I yeah. demand a recount on that episode. It's funny. When I posted about it on my Facebook, people were like, yay, all the feels. I'm like, I don't know what you were watching. Yeah. Oh, no, was... there were definitely feels. Yeah, yeah. Eh. But... Not the ones I was looking for. Okay, okay. I think this is the best way I can explain the episode. Now, 
The Matrix. I saw the second one. One of them. Second or third one in theaters. I thought it was awesome. It was great. Nothing but feels. I'm sitting there two weeks later thinking about what I saw. And I'm like, really? That's all that was? I don't know, man. From Matrix 2, all serious? I remember is giant spittle on the screen. Oh. <laughs> I never saw it, so y'all are ahead of me. Well, I think I, I think my feels more came from, you know, just frustration. Mainly about with right. ma- mainly with the uh, the four the four freaking dark kings, which have been in the series and they're not supposed to be in the series. And I'm thinking, oh great, there's actually going to be something awesome, and you know they're gonna they're gonna protect uh, the prince and all of this. And then all of a sudden, there is. That was my biggest complaint, was the fact that this was the single biggest change that Crystal made from the manga. This was huge compared to all the little things that they've tweaked here and there, was keeping those generals alive. And I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be resolved very well, but I kept hoping that something was going to come of it. And then it's just, Metalia's like, oh, hey, you're not going to follow me anymore? Okay, you're dead. Yeah, it's like, we don't yeah. remember. We need you guys to remember. Wait, we do remember. That's it. You're dead. Goodbye. It's like, yeah, what? It, it's like it was an afterthought of, oh, yeah, that's right. We kept these guys alive. But I still have, like, this tiny little hope. And I know that I was talking to say about this after the episode. Because I kind of came back to it and thought about it later. Because mm-hmm. there was that weird tuxedo Pokemon gotta catch them all thing like a couple episodes back where he's looking (laughs) at the book and he's like yeah I have all those stones I like maybe just maybe he's still gonna have the stones in his pocket and it's gonna go back to the manga where the stones are there and they protect him I just have one thing to say about all of that Kunzai I choose you (laughs) that's right I mean, if they are continuing to follow the manga, they should appear again in the next act because they do protect Endymion from the, the stab wound. Stab which, yeah. yeah. So the stupid rocks and the watch protecting them from that giant-ass sword is a very weak plot point to begin with. Um, I find it much more feasible that just the silver crystal in general is what saved them, not things that happen to be in their pockets. But, um... his pockets in. No! Stop it! Lord. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but anyways... Sitting time out. Nope. Can't take you two anywhere. <laughs> I, it was just an offshoot, like, uh, maybe we're not quite done with them yet. I mean, mm-hmm. they can still be kind of... They can, they can still blow them off. They don't have a lot of time for it. They yeah. Just, but they are supposed to appear one more time. They were supposed to be ghosts in their next appearance as well, so... But it was still just very anticlimactic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was... Uh... And it's like, you know, I'll buy that Metalia can destroy the general so easily because she did kind of give them life and was controlling them and all that. But why could she destroy them so easily but completely ignore all of the Sailor Senshi? Right. Like, not even try to attack them. It was just... That and, like... They were all crying that they died. And I was like, uh... Oh my god, yeah. And I'm still not feeling that whole... Oh my 
Yeah. That just seems so forced. But, All of a sudden, they're sobbing. Yeah, and then, oh, wait, no, they're saying we should go on. So suddenly it all stops. The entire scene just felt so forced to me. Also, that reminds me of a meme somebody posted earlier. It was like a few episodes back where Mars was saying, we don't need guys to tell us to do this and that, being strong, independent women. And now this. And it's like, it's not like they were officially dating and stuff like that, you know? Well, you just but got... the only one that ever actually has confirmation of a sort of their relationship is Venus and Kunzite through mm-hmm. the Sailor V manga. Yep. And that was even still a little ambiguous. But it was yeah. more definite than just the art book image that everybody always remembers. Mm-hmm. True. But Adonis flat out says he was jealous of their relationship, so... <sighs> yeah. One thing I definitely found kind of interesting, though, with the fact that I do do that reaction vlog thing that I do. Um, When I go back and edit it, I always see myself watching the entire episode, which is weird, but whatever. This time, it was very interesting because all the past episodes, I have a range of emotions throughout the whole episode where I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm blankly staring, whatever. This entire episode, when I was going back and watching it again to edit it, almost the entire time, I'm just kind of staring at the screen like, so, when's something going to happen? <laughs> so, what am I watching here? I mean, it wasn't a super enthralling chapter in the manga itself, but they managed to make a a fairly, uh, not really dull, but a, a not very, what's the word I'm looking for here? They made a transition episode mm. even duller. <laughs> okay. At, at least that's what I felt like, because it, it wasn't super extraordinary in the manga. It I, I read through it no problem, and it was when I decided to go on to 13 and 14 where I started sobbing like a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Act 12, I was just kind of like, okay, we're getting ready to battle. Uh, Queen Beryl. Oh, Lord, the Queen Beryl thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't gone there yet. Mm. So yeah. what's up with everybody just grabbing Usagi by the throat and choking the ever-living crap out of her? <laughs> She's apparently got a very chokeable neck. You know, long and scrawny, I guess. Or maybe they just like, you know, her face when... Ah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for Tux. <clears throat> Ho! You did not. I went there. Well, damn. I'm still... I don't know. I understand kind of why they changed the whole scene with them actually defeating Beryl. Because, I mean, in the manga, Venus was about to go for it, and then Jupiter randomly steals it. She's like, no, let me! And then Venus takes it back, and she finally impales Beryl. And they did make it more of a group effort in Crystal, and of course they made Sailor Moon do the actual stabby stab instead of letting the leader of the Sunshi do her role. Except that she didn't really stabby stab. She just broke her necklace. Yeah, Yeah. there wasn't a stabby stab. It was a, here, shatter this necklace, which is what Metallia can control you with, and then you'll crumble to dust in a flashback scene that really doesn't emote any sympathy. Venus got got the short end of the stick on this. Mm Mm-hmm. There was no awesome impalement. 
Right, and I mean, with all of the anime that's out right now, where there, it, I hate to put it this way, it's a lot more violent, a lot more gritty, and this one seemed a little bit more gritty than the original anime. I was, I don't want to say I was looking forward to it, but I was expecting it. Well, the original manga is gritty as fuck. Yeah, it is, because <laughs> I, I actually thought, say, what is this? I read the manga, I'm like, holy shit. But also the way the whole the episode was with all the fighting and the with the sword sequence, somebody was telling me is this is like a law saying you can't with Japanese animation there's certain things you can't show or something like that. And if that's the case, that makes sense. But if that's not the case, then this is a bit of a cop out. I feel and- like I've seen impalements in recent anime though. Oh, I am sorry, X. You get impalements, you get crucifixion, you get heads rolling. No, no, no. And there we are. Mm-hmm. So much blood, it is not even funny. And that is not even, like, the goriest anime I've ever seen. I mean, let's talk about Helsing and oh, yeah. Training Blood. But, this, but I'm sorry, but the uh, end of Ava thing with a different type of being traumatized. <laughs> if but, I can do that, you can get an imperil, impaled barrel. Yeah. See, but the thing about one thing about Helsing now... Was it on Japanese television or was it straight to DVD? Was it an OAV? I don't know. You'd have to look it up. I think it was, but which it, which was make a lot of sense. But on the same token, since technically Sailor Moon Crystal is not on TV, it's yeah, on uh, just... internet streaming. You should be you are allowed to do more things. But maybe they just was trying to like cover their arses per se. I don't know. Mm. I'm pretty sure you can show a little bit of sword. And they can still imply it. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, she ran herself through at the end. Yeah. That's the know, second you know, time we've seen her impale herself, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because we already done. saw Serenity's suicide. Yep. They could have done the same thing for Beryl. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen Serenity be impaled in her own suicide. We've seen Sailor Moon do it already. Um, we saw her do it to Tuxedo Mask. So why did Beryl get a necklace stab? Maybe they wanted to go with something different. Maybe they were tired of impalements. Yeah, there is a lot of it. I gotta tell you, I was never fond of the whole... I mean, I get why Princess Serenity did it. Because she was a princess and, she, you know, this is her first love. And, you know, she she was probably spoiled, you know. she. But Usagi's well, been fighting. She's she, been a senshi. She's supposed to be stronger than that. What about Romeo and Juliet? herself, and I'm just like, God bless it! Well, Serenity grew up in a utopia. And Usagi also is spoiled, even still, I mean... But her entire planet didn't get destroyed the way Serenity's did. Yeah, but she now has Serenity's memories, and all she can think of is the fact that this whole situation is just repeating itself. And Usagi, at this point in the story, is still torn as to, is she Serenity? Is she Usagi? Who is she? I mean, you take the Usagi that we get at the end of Stars, obviously, there's no way she's going to do this. Well, I guess she does kind of kill herself in the end of Stars, but it's for a completely different reason. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you want to try that again? <laughs> it's more of a sacrifice, though. It's yeah. not. Like she a... throws herself into the galaxy. Right. Whereas in this case, she just can't see another way out of it, so she just is like, 
whatever. I can't go on with this, so I'm going to stop you, and then I'm going to stop myself. Whereas in stars, she takes a, a leap of faith that her sacrifice is going to restore everything, which right. it does. The thing is, I mean, I can kind of understand it. She is only 14. Mm-hmm. She doesn't exactly have the maturity right now to be able to say, you know what, he's not the only fish in the sea kind of thing. At 14, you're looking at this, oh, he's the love of my life. I will never find anybody. Uh. I might as well just kill myself. Which, as Ronma pointed out, Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, true. one was 16 and one was 14, right? Yeah. Something like that? Something like, yeah. yeah. And they didn't know each other very long, but at the same time, it was, oh my god, you're the one, and I will never find anybody as, you know, as good as you are. So let me kill myself because you're not around anymore. Right. That's a very 14-year-old's concept especially if she thinks that okay i will say that especially if she thinks that that is her reincarnated lover from another you know mm-hmm. yeah excuse me we have to dispose of the cat get down what Don't did the cat of the cat what did the cat do this time he wants to join in on the podcast but he has nothing of note to add <laughs> sort of like luna <laughs> Ooh. oh my cat is currently curled up asleep underneath my rose bride dress. And then he's going to wake up. <laughs> then he's going to wake up, jump on one of the presents, and roar like it belongs to him. <laughs> Seriously, ever since I tossed the hoop skirt up and pinned the skirt on top, he just loves to sleep underneath that thing. It's probably Cats warm. Like waffles. Holy crap, I can finally afford Nico Mimi. Sorry. <laughs> what, they're now, what, 30 bucks now? They're 35 bucks. Because nobody's buying them, that's why. I want a pair of black ones this for Luna. Really... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is a really good episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this is horrible, but... Not really. I mean, every episode we've talked about so far, we've had an equal amount of good and bad, and sometimes the scales were slightly tipped. The fact that... I guess between all of us, the episode was that bad. It's like, there are other things that we're talking about that's a little bit more important. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? You can just skip this episode. You're not going to miss a damn thing. <laughs> well, you'll miss I mean, Queen Beryl's death. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're going to miss, you know, important info. But at the same time, there's so much that was changed from the manga that did not need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Especially with the generals going out that way. I feel like it was such a waste keeping them alive to just kill them in a blink of an eye. Right. I mean, you've got that. You've got, like, who actually killed uh, Queen Beryl? I mean, so there's... a group effort? Well, yeah, but, you know, in in the manga, it was Venus. Yeah, hands down. Mm Mm-hmm. And then this, it was like, oh, you know, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to say something, and I'm going to say something. And I was like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, why did they have to change it to Sailor Moon? Yeah. Because Because they keep relegating the girls to an even lesser responsibility than than they were in the manga. And that's why it's so frustrating, because a lot of us, our favorite characters are not Sailor Moon. There's somebody else. It's uh-huh. become Sailor Moon 
and friends, you know? Yeah. And that's that technically gives it more credit than what the actual show All is. Right. How about this? Sailor Moon and the second string. <laughs> Just think about it. When was the last time you saw a second string team do something? There you I go. mean, my god, Sailor Moon is my favorite character, and I'm thoroughly annoyed with the lack of characterization and the removal of roles of many other characters. Now, there's now th- that's something I was thinking about. It's like, I've been saying to people, look, the reason why this show is like this is because Naoko Takeuchi has full control. She's signing off on everything. What if she's just like, you know what, whatever. Maybe she's in that mindset of, well, let, sign up, let them do whatever, collect the royalties, and go about my way. Because I still don't know where it was ever explicitly said that she's got full control over it. It was, you know what it is? It's like the whole telephone game. Because when one of the older articles, when all of this came out, they're saying that Naoko Takeuchi is involved and she has the final say. And it, she was involved in PGSM. And I loved PGSM. I don't care what anybody says. Ugh. I'm, <laughs> look, I loved it because I'm a Super Sentai fan. That's why, you know. I have a very strong love-hate relationship with PGSM. I constantly... You won't believe how many rants I have cut out of my vlog where I end up just sidetracking to PGSM. And I really should have, like, you know, kept my old vlogs instead of deleting them after I've uploaded them to YouTube and just comprised all those bits into their own full segment. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I have a strong love-hate relationship with that series. One day I really need to go into it. The both of us need to do that. Good intentions. It started out great. Oh, my God. I love, I absolutely love, like, the first 20-some episodes of PGSM. Right. And then... <clears throat> then Luna happens. And then it just all went so bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Is yep. it horrible that I want to cosplay that Luna because everybody hates her? My <laughs> friend did that. My friend did that variant of Luna. I know two people who did that. So I know a little girl who did that because we made her fan for her. <laughs> <laughs> I know many people who have cosplayed that Luna. Well, I don't see what everybody has a problem. She's cute. I, I see. I I've never had a problem with Sailor Luna. Then again, I never had a problem with Chibiusa. Then again, I've had to deal with little cousins that were pains in my arses. So I have a high tolerance for the quote unquote pink terror. Um, I just with both Luna and Princess Sailor Moon, I felt they were kind of a bastardizations of the actual character. But on the same token, it's like, it's its own little dimension. It's going its own way, its own style. It's like, well, if you don't like PGSM, you can always watch the original 200, or you can read the manga. I mean, it's something you can, you know, it's not like one is trying to replace the other. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not trying to say it is. Okay, my bad. I'm just trying to say I can't make it past episode 20-something every time I try. I think oh. every incarnation of Sailor Moon is going to have something that somebody's not going to like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are, parts of, there are parts of the manga that are just like, uh, okay, what? There are parts of every single version of the series that I just really could not care for. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, in my own personal head version of what the Sailor Moon story is, there are elements even pulled in from the Deke dub that I actually prefer 
in that one versus what we've had in the manga, PGSM, the original Japanese anime. I mean, granted, they're few and far between that come from Deke, but... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's not even get into that. ...little things that I really did like that Deke decided to do. Like what? I can't think of them right now, but I know (laughs) there are. Damn it, I was knowing one of you was going to ask me that question as soon as I started going on this. (laughs) Well, it's what I grew up watching. Most of us grew up watching. I, in its own way, I I love it. I love Brooklyn Molly. Yeah, me too. And actually, it kind of disappoints me that the new Viz dub, she doesn't have any accent whatsoever, because even in the Japanese one, she had an Osaka accent. Well, that means if that was the case, they'd, they'd probably have to get someone who could pull off a North Kakalaki voice as opposed to a Brooklyn voice to pull it off, you know? Well, any type of yeah. accent would have been better than a voice that sounded almost identical Careful, to Careful, they go for Tennessee. Lord. But... <laughs> I, I think the reason I'm having such a hard time pinpointing any specific element, though, is because my own personal version of Sailor Moon is such a hibernization of every incarnation I've seen or read. Hibernization? I don't even know what word I used anymore. <laughs> hibernization. <laughs> Hybrid form. I don't know. It's been a long No, you day. just, you made a new word. It's okay. We like you it. You knew what I meant. <laughs> I knew what I meant. I liked new, the new word. Okay. <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to babble about, right? Yes. Yes, yes we so do. So stuff that was missing. I, I, I'm kind of sad Motoki doesn't know about everybody. Yeah, that was, I mean, it's like a 30-second throwaway, but... It could have been there. Mm-hmm. It could have happened. Could have had 30 seconds less of Usagi and Mamoru gazing at each other. Or Mamadur looked like a demented... Oh, he was oh. creepy. Oh, he's a creepy bastard. <laughs> yeah, I could have done without that. But that means that the Game Center, they have no idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so cute in the manga where Motoki's like, did Ami and Mako-chan just save me? Or was I dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> right, and when they go into the the R season, or whatever they're going to call this next season, season two, um, you know, he's not going to be aware of them, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless he pulls something crazy, you'd be like, what just happened here? And then we have Beryl channeling the maniac. <laughs> mm. My Little Pony. She just chokes Usagi in the, in the, uh, I'm flipping, obviously I'm flipping through the manga. You know, she choked, only choked Usagi in that, that one part. And yeah, and then in Crystal, she grabbed all five she of them. Did she, uh, she had that crazy main hair thing going on. Yeah, that was interesting. That's a scene that I'm really looking forward to see how they do on the Blu-ray. Because mm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that wasn't that pretty looking. <laughs> oh, and Venus got grabbed. Hello. Yeah, she got got. Actually, yeah, I, I went off on that in my vlog about why Sailor Venus didn't end up going to the Dark Kingdom. And then, of course, as the episode progressed, I was like, oh, I know why she didn't, so that they can showdown with the generals. And then the showdown was a letdown. Right. Oh, hey, we have, okay, Senshi can affa- apparently fly now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, well, haven't they done that? Like, even in the original with the Sailor teleport, they kind of yeah, float around. Yeah, more of a flying and- thing. Either that they were training at Goku's gym. Well, I know that in the in the original anime, 
they they could they were earthbound they could teleport they could do sail and teleport everybody had to be there yeah and then they they totally... made a big stink about that yeah too. If, you, if you even know... go on, go on. It? in the R movie they're flying when when they first get to uh, the the asteroid thingy. They're flying across the asteroid. I remember that they all had to be together to do the sailor teleport. Yeah, they're flying across the Cassinian Blossom, and then they finally break apart formation to attack, and Sailor Moon falls on her ass. (laughs) Whoops. I remember this scene very clearly, because the R movie is one of my favorite parts of Sailor Moon. I will have to watch it again. I am sorry. It was uh, actually one of the first Japanese things that I saw of Sailor Moon. Actually, the original Destruction of Barrel, those three episodes, and the R movie, my dad worked with a man who was Japanese, and my dad happened to tell him that I really liked Sailor Moon. And like a week later, he came in with a fan sub tape for my dad that had those three episodes and the R movie. You got a hookup. Nice. Yeah. That was my first introduction to fan subs and uh, the Japanese Sailor Moon anime. <laughs> um, technically, in the manga, they're flying. Okay, well, there you go. Right, I never noticed that before. I just didn't remember them doing it in the original anime. Well, no, in the original anime, they didn't. No, it was definitely more of a teleport. Although, I think they did float in space before they got to the moon, just like in the new one. Mm. Like, they were floating in space and looking at the moon and then, like, again, jetted off to the moon. I don't know. I'm waiting for the Blu-rays to actually rewatch the series, the original series. That that makes two of us. Are you? I have the first set already, but... We've been watching it on Hulu. I started to, but going to watch them with my boyfriend and he wants to do it just kind of in a marathon fashion uh, and, uh, so just waiting for the blu-rays because did you put we in your pre-order the original ones that came out so oh, i do too but we have to you know funds being what they are we yeah we have to pick and choose what we can buy yeah <laughs> i understand that so we'll wait for crystal to come out and we'll pick that up instead <laughs> Because even if, I mean, even if it turns out that, you know, it's not quite what we were expecting, we, we still want to support it because we'd like to, you know, see more. Uh-huh. So yes. we go with this. I definitely want all 60 acts of Sailor Moon to be animated. I'm a little apprehensive, but you can probably guess why. Oh, definitely. But the Starlights are bound to be treated better than they were in the original anime. Not no, necessarily. Naruka does not like them. She hates them. I thought a lot of her distaste for them, though, came from what happened in the original anime. It could be. Yeah, it, I think I think basically she did not like the way that they were treated in the anime. No, mainly she because they were made boys. And they were and also supposed very to be su- that. They were also supposed to be supporting characters, and they made them into main characters. The, the other thing, it, it all started actually the, when she was writing the manga. She was told that she couldn't make them have short hair because no one would buy a doll that has short hair, so she had to give them rat tails. I mean, it begins with the manga. Well, and that was right about the time sketches. she also lost control over a lot of her artwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that was a big... 
I mean, a, a lot of this is hearsay and conjecture and things that you see on the internet that supposedly translated from interviews and blah, blah, blah. But I remember reading something eons ago where she was talking about um, basically, you know, when she lost control over the story, she just kind of wrote the ending. It, not like blah, 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 blah. You know, didn't really put as much effort into it as she probably would have had she given a rat's ass. Mm-hmm. I guess I just have a, a uh, vain hope of Cosmos. I definitely want to see the Galaxy Cauldron and Cosmos and all of that. That'll be... I want to see the castles. (laughs) I just don't know if they're going to get there. It depends on how well merchandising goes. And so far, they must be doing well because they're coming out with something new literally every day. Yeah, Yeah, and they're selling out. They've had to do reprints of a lot of it. I really wish they'd stop limiting it to Japan, too. They would be so much better if they would start marketing over here. Even, like, when they did the Probaclus through Amazon, because they have Amazon Japan, so it's easily translated to Amazon uh, in the U.S., mm-hmm. and they're not. But even though it's Amazon, it still could be the licensing. I mean, like, I mean, you got Bluefin, who is handling the uh, figure arts zero. I mean, how hard is it for them to let... Bluefin handle other stuff as well. I mean, come Isn't on. Isn't Bluefin actually handling the general fig arts and the proplicas also? I don't know about the proplicas. You're probably correct about that. I'm but still, sure they're doing the proplicas also. I don't. I think my box is in the basement. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go dig it out. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the stuff that Bandai is putting out on their own. Mm-hmm. I, I think Bandai is... knows. Well, yeah, but not only is the stuff that Bandai is putting out overly expensive. And people will still pay money for and, it. And people are still buying it because, you know, that's the Japanese way. But because there's really no American equivalent to that, you know, there's unfortunately nothing that they can really do except to give the licensing to somebody else. Well, and they're making too much money doing it by themselves. It's like this. It's more like, well, when... Not when Viz announced that they had the distribution rights to uh, Naruto, pretty much, if I remember correctly, with, when it comes to all the merchandising of all the figures and the games and stuff like that, Viz has their hand. They have their handle because they let them have the rights to use it. Now, I think Viz has a similar agreement with Sailor Moon, but I'm guessing because of when Irwin was doing the toys and stuff like that, maybe. Someone in the higher up wasn't too fond of the quality or this or that, and they don't want them doing it. They but, might not, yeah. because Viz has distribution rights for Pokemon, yes. but they cannot give permissions to view Pokemon. It, no, no, actually, all the, yeah, Pokemon Company does everything else. Viz just distributes it via Warner Brothers, so mm-hmm. yeah. so it could be very much something Similar, like that. Okay. I don't know, but they're missing out on an opportunity, and they're giving the bootleggers, not the bootleggers, the second-hand sellers. Scalpers. Mm -hmm. Thank you, scalpers. There's the word I'm looking for. You know, way more opportunity than they should have right now. I mean, it's ridiculous how much I've had to pay over market value Mm -hmm. for a few of these things. Uh, I'm getting from somebody who's actually not charging a ridiculous fee. She's charging basically a convenience fee 
that's usually only like 10 bucks over the actual price, but still. I, and then you have to do the international shipping and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's more than fair. I mean, oh, which yeah. is why I'm kind of thankful with Amazon because every like item I've gotten, it's like it's come out a few dollars below, if not average, below the cost. Like when I got my figure at Zero Venus, uh, Bond. I mean, Amazon was selling it for ninety bucks. If you went everywhere else, it was like ninety five, ninety six dollars. And I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting two extra weeks. It kept getting delayed, but I'd rather wait it out and have to spend an extra five bucks just out of convenience, you know? Yeah, right. But I mean, I'm talking about these items that yeah. Bandai isn't releasing mm-hmm. internationally, right? Like the Bandai Premium stuff, mm-hmm. or any of that stationery set, like yeah. that Henshin pen set. Oh my god! But also, if you I know- love that set, it is so beautiful, and I've I can hook those- you up. Oh, 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 oh. Huh? I can hook you up. Oh, I have a set. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and all- I'm just saying, those were such a pain in the butt to get. And yeah. oh my gosh, I love them. They're something that I wanted for the last 20 years and never understood why they didn't actually release. And also, here's something else. Let's say Bondi America never folded. They continued with their marketing, their merchandising, their systems. If, just imagine how much it would have cost to get our hands on the domestic release of Sailor Moon. I mean, I don't even... I What we're getting from Viz is a steal. Knowing Bondi, you'd probably be paying, like, almost Aniplex prices for, for that stuff. I mean... Oh, my gosh. Aniplex is... They're based off of the Japanese pricing system. and I know, then and I hate it. Yeah, and Bondi America would probably be doing the same thing with all the figures. I just think that because of how Bondi America folded and how that happened i don't think bandai japan really wants to the you know kind of open it up like that maybe they don't want history repeating itself either that namco is really putting screws to them i don't know but i mean if you do it through a company like um yahoo japan i mean right um, right not yahoo japan but um amazon Really and truly, they only have to, f- to fulfill whatever is in the pre-order, so they're not losing money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, it, I, they don't have to release everything over here, but there's right. enough that... The, Alright, the Princess Serenity nightgown, that's not going to be something big that's over here. Right. The 24-karat jewelry, I'm sorry, most of the adults over here won't buy that either. The cosplay items, me. Yes. But I can tell you that the, um, the, the, the Gashapon sets... If there uh-huh. was a way for them to get those up on Yahoo, I mean, on there I go again, on Amazon, holy cow, those things would sell like crazy. Same with all the stationary crap that they're releasing. Mm-hmm. So, I just, it's very frustrating to see that other people are going to be able to line their pockets uh-huh. because they're not taking advantage of the opportunity that's presented itself. I'd much rather throw my money money at Bandai directly than... Uh-huh. We all would, but, you know... Find some workaround to get it. See, all of this just reminds me of how, you know, when DDR was popular and that people were importing the mixes and the boards and stuff, or when, like, back in the days of Mega Drive, Sega Genesis, Super Famicom, Super Nintendo, the N64, people were importing the games and stuff like that, and you had to go through a third party, get your hands on it, and ended up paying 20 or $30 more. God forbid you were importing a Final Fantasy title. Forget that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was bad. 90 bucks for Final Fantasy VI? Woo! And that was cheap <laughs> back then. 
Hey, uh, Saya. Yo. You were saying earlier how you missed Molly's voice, right? Uh-oh. Got something for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm afraid. You know, right downtown, <sighs> there's a cafe where they serve delicious <laughs> chocolate coffee. <laughs> oh, and it had to be that yes. episode? Oh, do my I God. Get... Yes, I do. You're oh, Maxfield. <laughs> Because <laughs> Saya said earlier about chocolate parfait, so I went digging for the episode, okay? <laughs> and yes, it had I to be that episode. I chocolate parfait comment being in a completely different episode, not today. I could have sworn I heard it earlier. Yeah, no, I didn't say it today. Oh. But it was... It was mentioned before. There we go, so... I told you my memory's kind of odd and eclectic at times. Goldfish. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, so in this episode, episode of the podcast, we talk about everything except the episode. This just goes to show how important the episode was. Which is sad because it was a pretty big transition into what's coming, but. And, you know, watching this episode, and I'm thinking back to the last couple of podcasts, it was something I, I just that came to mind. That it does make sense, but at the same time, it doesn't. I mean, I understand that they're trying to fit every act into a 30-minute episode. Fine. But there are those, if you know, as we've said before, you can't fit everything into 30 minutes. You kind of like cut something out or scapegoat this or scapegoat that. And I'm kind of reminded of Helsing Ultimate of all the episodes where I think one of them was a lot longer than the other to get, you know, the whole storyline across. So I'm hoping after this first season of Sailor Moon Crystal, when they go into the next one, they won't try to cram the entire act into a 30-minute episode. Maybe well, they can try Sailor to Sailor Moon actually has more time allotted than Hellsing Ultimate did. Hellsing Ultimate had one episode per book. Yeah. yeah that's what I, that's what I was that's what I was trying to say. So I'm just saying if they can't fit the whole act into 30 minutes, fit what you can and then conclude it in the next episode and just continue on to the next act, you know? It'll never happen. Yeah. They're, they're going to throw off the acts that way, though. I mean, yeah. they have everything already booked out, True. basically. I think if they stop putting in crap that, you know, they're just going to write off in the end anyway, they right. won't have time to do things. <laughs> Right. If you're just going to have Metallia appear out of nowhere and be like, hey, look, alright, you know what, just kill him off before. Uh-huh. Stop wasting our time. Because yeah, I there's mean, no was... need to extend their uh, life in the series, I guess you could say, if their death is going to be just, you know, from above. Because I mean, I mean, seriously, it's Rock's fall, everyone dies. Even uh-huh. if they do come back, which they should just based off of the story in the manga, it's still them alive to kill them the way they did. Okay. It just, as it stands right now, it seems really pointless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, unless something is said or done in the next episode, there was no reason to string us along thinking that there was going to be something. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Overall, meh episode. Yeah. Welcome to the Sailor Moon bitch session. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. 
Is there anything we did like? That's what I was wondering. I was, I like, was about to say that. <laughs> is, is there anything we liked? I like the random Jupiter popping out of nowhere. Oh. Hey, I'm here! Yeah. Yeah, it's like know. 15 seconds before this, I was still passed out on a pillar. But now, you know, I'm wide awake, and I've transformed, and I'm able to kick ass. Here comes a new senshi! I honestly don't recall anything that really stood out in my mind of a that-was-awesome moment. Everything that stands out to me about this particular act was a why-did-they-do-that moment. (laughs) I mean, not that it was a horrible, horrible act... No. But at the same time, there was just, you know, every other act has had something that stood out and go, yeah, I really like this. I'm looking at this episode and I'm like, eh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it was bad. I so, mean, I was kind of disappointed. Not really. I was definitely disappointed in the changes that made no sense. Yeah. yeah. How like many of the Toki not waking up or... You know, th- just things like that that happened. So, how many like, of y'all actually like rewatched the episode again? Well, I did while I was editing my vlog. Well, uh, I gotta go back to rewatch so I have everything fresh in my mind. This was like, uh, I don't know if I want. You know. Yeah, I mean, I watched it twice on Saturday, mainly because for some reason I woke up and I could not get back to sleep. So I actually watched it at six a.m. I was awake for that. Oh, my. Yeah. And then that night I sat down and I watched it again, but I I almost wanted to turn it off. It was just that it's like, okay, there's still nothing popping out at me. I, I can't. I mean, it took because in the manga, Jupiter is the one that frees Sailor Moon from Beryl's hair. So it took that away, because that was given to Venus, completely. And then Venus's, you know, act of destroying Beryl was taken away and Mm -hmm. given to mainly Usagi. Well, everybody had, you know, a little part of it. It was Usagi. Mm -hmm. So it completely changed all of that. and Dynamic. Yeah, it made at least Jupiter's dynamics so much less. Whereas Venus did get something kick-ass out of it. Everybody else is just like, eh. And that's not how it was supposed to go. Because even in, like, the later part of the episode, which, I mean, I'm guessing is going to be coming soon, Mm -hmm. because they had the Senshi stop to fight the generals, they didn't come up to help fight um, Italia. So it was just, you know, Usagi not being, or Sailor Moon not being able to fight uh, Endymion, and then, you know, killing themselves. Uh Meanwhile, he was supposed to have kidnapped Venus and the sword, and Sailor Moon was supposed to have run after them. So it was only supposed to be three senshi flying over to the North Pole, and then they were supposed to come and help kick ass... And, I mean, granted, they weren't supposed to win at that point, but still, it completely made them, you know, lesser characters, which is crap. Yeah. <clears throat> Lovely. Yeah. Oh. I think that's the best way to describe that, uh, th- this week's episode. <laughs> what, my belch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I wasn't going to be rude and ask who that was, but thanks for offering that up. <laughs> no problem, because you know, hey. Somebody Hey. Hey. I was trying to think of a funny way to say that was me, and I couldn't think of one, and then your thing just kind of led into it, so it worked. Yeah, because if the aftertaste of that belch was pretty bad, yeah, the episode was really bad. It tasted what like peppermint Jane. Hershey's Kisses. Okay. Because I've been nibbling on peppermint Hershey Kisses. <laughs> Alright, oh, so... Have, have we uh, kicked the dead horse of this episode enough? No. So. I, uh, There's some carcass left. We can pick at the meat on the bones. Well, I'm work in the morning. Christ <laughs> Almighty, Sahia! I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, only technically one of us doesn't have to work in the morning. So, and of course, it's the one that you know initially said that. Yeah, there's more stuff to talk about. So, what is there to talk about, Rama? I think that's it. Cause I actually thought there was. <laughs> Yeah, I think we basically ripped this episode a new asshole. Is it hanging from a tree? Oh, that was bad. <laughs> not just do that. We are not touching that one. <laughs> Dude. I'll just remain silent. So, what is everybody's feels on the next episode? Which should be the conclusion of this arc. Act after should. She must have slipped that watch back into her boobs somewhere. Because she pulls it out and... Uh, oh, there, there's my, my, my hysterical moment. She pulls out his watch and I wanted to go, All you have to do is touch it! <laughs> no, Act 14 is actually the end of uh, The Dark Kingdom. But anyway, so somehow she, she had to put the watch back away, but I don't know when. Because mm. obviously she's not dead. She's dead, Jim worse than that. Whoa. I don't know. I'm hopeful for the next two because the next two acts, the actual resolutions of the Dark Kingdom are good chapters and there's a lot going on but unfortunately that also means there's a lot that can be removed. Yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait until next year. Right. Oh wow, yeah. 2015! Yep. Yeah. Well, this one was kind of a letdown, so... I don't know. I just have to be like, uh, I just hope the one next one's better than this. It's fine. Hopefully, hopefully. Alright, well, um, why doesn't everybody tell our lovely listeners where they can be found? The ones that haven't run away screaming by now? Yeah. I think she means the ones who are still in agreement with us about this episode and they want to um, poke at the carcass and beat it like a pinata. <laughs> Get the candy, get the candy. Well, you can find my vlog on YouTube at El Crayavision. Um, follow me on Twitter or Tumblr is just plain old El Crea. And on Facebook, I am El Crea Cosplay. It's like El Crayavision. El Crayavision so is like that German channel that you watch has all the techno pop on it, and it's really awesome and stuff, you know? Unfortunately, when I first registered for YouTube, I was still going by as I was still in a phase of using a name other than Elcrea because I've actually used Elcrea since I was like 15 years old. But there was a short period of time right around when I first met you guys mm -hmm. that I was using different names. I, I don't even remember that old name. 
And unfortunately, my original YouTube account was created under one of those different names. And had I registered Elcrea at that time, I could have just been plain old Elcrea. But unfortunately, it belongs to someone in Sweden who has never once logged into the account after creating it. Yabo! <laughs> at least that was the last time I checked it, which I kind of gave up on checking. But... Yeah, so that's why I'm Alcrea Vision, because I ditched the name that was stupid and went back to my name that I've used for, like, half of my life, so... <laughs> Makes sense. Um, you can find me and Mako-chan on Anime Jam Sessions, Tuesdays, 9.30pm on VOG Network, and if you can't catch us there, just find us on the website where the podcasts are posted every week. Alright, she's, she's asleep, so I'll go ahead and t- field this one. You can find Yaten and myself uh, mainly on Facebook. Um, our personal cosplay page is kinmoku.revolution. Um, our um, business page is starlet.creations. And I should plug this, I keep forgetting. We have a Twitter and a Tumblr that is also Starlet Creations. Yay. Yay. All the media. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every other week and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at The Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website too at thecrystalchronicles.com where we'll be posting news, information, and episode breakdowns. Sailor Moon says, see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast no, Kariwai no message. <laughs>